the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Week, mainly because of holidays, but uh, a lot of good stuff to talk about today. I I think I've really been reflecting lately on uh, uh, various indexes and how they've been performing relative to one another. And surprise, surprise, the S&P 500 uh, is still the top performing index over the last five years. Uh, that's not always going to be the case, but it's the case now. And I guess one of the things I'd like to talk about on today's show is how do you prepare for the time period where it's not a leading uh, index? And that's a uh, uh, relatively simple. We'll have a couple of different ideas that you can use. Uh, I've had some thoughts that I've been uh, investigating and doing some research on as far as how to best take advantage of what may happen in the future, uh, particularly in stocks. We're also going to talk about what uh, what you should do with the money that you have that's not um, earmarked for stock investments. Uh, I don't think too many people should have 100% of their money in stocks. I mean, if, you're, if you're under the age of 40 and you're very aggressive, uh, yes, you can have all stocks, no, no problem. But if you're over the age of 40, uh, and the closer you get to that retirement age, the more you got to be careful. Because you get a big 50% drop that's happened, I don't know, three times in my lifetime. Uh, there have been a ton of 25 and 30% drops, but the, the three big 50% drops, and they've taken a long time to recover from that. You just can't really afford to do that when you're getting that. You know, when you're within 10 to 15 years of retirement, you just won't have time to make that money back. And that that's kind of a uh, very disappointing thing to have happen, especially that late in life. And uh, um, not that, um, well, I shouldn't say that late in life, but <laughs> you're just running out of time. So you got to have to pay attention to what kind of time line, time horizons you have. And uh, sometimes, you know, it's, it's easy to forget about that. Heck, I think I'm going to live forever. But then I have to remind myself that uh, I'm probably not, and I'm getting older. So I think I have the highest allocation to fixed income in my portfolio that I've ever had. Uh, in fact, I'm sure of it. And uh, uh, and it's okay. I'm good with that. And just I know a lot of you are probably curious to know what that is. It's about 60%. And for an awful lot of people, that's extremely aggressive, incidentally. And I get it. That's the. Uh, um, I'm not happy with the thought of that 60% were to get cut in half the way it has four times in my lifetime. That that would be a little upsetting to be down by about a third uh, because bonds are not going to stay still if that happens. They'll go down a little bit too. They just don't go down nearly as much as stocks do. But uh, yeah, that would be upsetting, but it wouldn't be the end of the world and I can afford to ride that out. So that's kind of the key. When we're when we're talking with clients, um, and this is the I guess this is kind of the hardest part with clients. 
figuring out what that number actually is. And I, I've been saying this the entire time I've been doing my radio program. Is take a look at the amount of money you have and then subtract half of it. If you could withstand that without panicking, without doing something rash, then you could stand to be, you could probably withstand 100% allocation to stock. If you cannot, and most people can't, by the way, and I can't. Now, that's why I'm not 100% in stocks anymore. I haven't been that way for years now. But uh, I don't want to go through that. So come up with a number that you think you can live with. Mine's 35%. I could live with 35% decline. Right? So if I double 35%, that's 70%. If 70% of my money is in stocks and it gets cut in half because the market has a horrendous time period like it's done three or four times during my lifetime, and I'm still within, I'm still okay with that. It's not that I like it. It's that I'm okay with that and I can get by. And I'm going to tell you, I'm a little unusual and I'm not recommending that for anybody. This is something you really got to think about and... uh I'll put some serious thought into it. What can I really put up with? Fortunately, today, a lot easier to get extremely well diversified, which was not easy when I first started in this industry because we just didn't have as many products as we do today. So you can get extremely well diversified. The other good part about today's environment is that interest rates have gone up a lot. I mean, a lot, short-term interest rates particularly. And we'll talk a little bit uh, more about that in the uh, second portion of today's show. But interest rates are going to help. I mean, the, the average annual return of the average balance fund over the next 10 to 15 years, assuming that interest rates don't go back down to 1% or so uh, or lower, uh, the, uh, the, inter- the returns going forward are going to be significantly higher than they have been in the last 15 years because the last 10 years, Interest rates have just been going down and down and down. When you're not getting a whole lot of income coming into the portfolio, that reduces the overall return. And so I think that uh, that situation is probably correcting itself, at least somewhat. And I could see if the economy continued to slow down, um, if uh, something happens in Europe or something drastic happens, I could see interest rates going back down again. In that case, you're going to uh, um, wish you had all of your money in 30-year-plus treasuries <laughs> that are, are paying a low amount of interest right now because they'll actually uh, go way up in price. And uh, but that you know that that is a an outlier. Uh, it's not that likely to happen. Uh, and again, it, it's one of the reasons I think today you've got to be more careful. A 50-60% allocation to fixed income, even if you're in your uh, 50s, I think makes a lot of sense. Uh, again, especially the interest rates are higher today than they were the, uh, just a couple of years ago. Um, the uh, economy is doing reasonably well. Uh, stock prices are not completely undervalued. Actually, most of them are, uh, especially the larger companies, if you take the top Fifty stocks out of the S and P five hundred, it, it's like two thirds of the return. Uh, so if you take those out, though, the uh, the rest of the stocks are doing, uh, are actually a little undervalued. 
and the, the top 50 stocks are, are ahead of themselves. But it's not like it was in, in the year 2000. Now, it's, we are a pretty good distance away from that. A lot of differences between now and then. Uh, growth rates in technology companies uh, is one of the bigger differences. People thought that they were growing, and they were growing really fast in the late 90s. They're growing a little faster than, than they are today, but it's pretty close. And uh, the big difference is today the valuations on those types of stocks are a lot lower than they were back then. So that's a good thing. That's one of the good things we have going for us. But um, anyway, I feel like I'm just uh, sitting here spinning my wheels and, and talking in circles. <laughs> if you'd like to call in and ask a question, uh, the number is 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945. And uh, you're here. Um, yeah, just feel free to give us a call there. If, if there's something you'd like to talk about uh, personally, you know, feel free to go to my website. It's bullingtoncapital.com. There's a form there, a contact us form. You can fill that out. Or you can just call uh, 330-664-0700. That number is 330-664-0700. And uh, feel free to give a call, leave a message. I'll get back to you as quickly, quickly as I can. Uh, these are, uh, these times are different. These, you know, every time is different, by the way. Um, that's one of the, uh, mistakes a lot of investors end up making in during their lifetime is thinking that this time is going to be, you know, identical to some time period in the past. And, uh, you know, it, it never works out that way. Uh, so things happen similarly occasionally. But it never actually repeats exactly the way it did in the past. So uh, the things that are different about this economic environment is that growth within certain industries uh, is really healthy. In fact, they're having trouble hiring people in certain industries. And then in other industries, are they're struggling. Now, it's, it's crazy. It's, uh, I guess the technical term for that is uh, diversity <laughs> or dichotomy. Um, it's a, uh, it's mind-boggling. It's a little ironic that you've got certain businesses that are doing really, really well and can't hire people fast enough and pay scales going way up and then others, they're laying people off. So it's a, uh, it's, it's different this time. When they say that it's different this time, they, it's really different this time. Some industries doing incredibly well. Other industries are struggling. You know, I, it, it's mind-boggling. I have a uh, couple clients who uh, used to work in the energy industry, and a couple of years ago, they both bought uh, some energy stocks when they were getting really beat down, and uh, they've done very well since then. And it that when they were when they were buying it, when they came in uh, to talk about buying it, I was like, eh, no, you know, the uh, it's already a part of what we do now anyway. And I don't know that I would be uh, adding to that, but you know what? They've actually done very well. And that's uh, one of the nice things about working with a an independent advisor is I don't have two portfolios that are identical for anybody, including my own. My my portfolio doesn't look exactly like any of my clients because we, down, we try to have a conversation. Uh, we'll build a portfolio around what you uh, perceive what your feelings are. A lot of people have uh, a lot of different um, 
beliefs or the things that are very important to them, and they want to they want that to be reflected in their portfolio. That's fine. Um, I, I actually like having those conversations. Boy, I've, I've in fact I've learned way more from those conversations than I ever have from anything I took in a class in anybody's class. So the amount of uh, education I've gotten over the past 30 some odd years of speaking with clients from all different types of industries, it, it's fascinating. I mean, it's just absolutely fascinating. I've been very fortunate to be able to be able to, to talk to so many people in so many different industries and get their uh, views and opinion. And it's really helped. And just quite thankful to have that kind of experience. And uh, uh, so shout out to all you clients out there who, and this is what really kills me. They think they're bothering me and it, they're not bothering me. And uh, you guys think I need to cut that out. Yeah, it's not a problem when you want to call in if you've got a question. If I can't get back to you um, that minute, I will get back to you sometime within the next 24, 48 hours. Assuming... <laughs> It's assuming that I get the message. I can't tell you uh, man, how slow internet services have been uh, in some of the, uh, we use the leading customer resource management CRM software in our industry. It's the leading software. And boy, those guys, I don't know if they're just, you know, trying to trying to fight off hackers or, or what. Uh, the custodians, sometimes their websites go down. Uh, this all started happening, by the way, right around the time the pandemic hit. And I'm sure there's a, a different explanation for each time. So if you are struggling, if you're out there trying to log on and you can't log on or things are taking you a long time or your emails are not being received right away, it's probably not your fault. There's an awful lot of stuff going on with the infrastructure. That's just It's just slowing things down. So, and the reason I bring that up is I'm getting emails and texts and some messages. Uh, see, we have a digital service. It'll even record a, a phone message, but sometimes I'm not getting them right away. It can be as little as a day's delay or as much as two weeks. So, I've we've been really struggling with that, and it's just it's tough. There's not a whole lot that we can do about it. I can just tell you, if we haven't called you back, it's not because we're not there. I have plenty of time to call people back. It's because I'm, I'm not seeing the message. So I would, uh, if it's really important, uh, you probably want to call in uh, call the office, um, leave a message on all three of our answering services. There's me, Gary, Melissa in my office, and uh, you know, one of us will get back to you. So at any rate, it's just been uh, a lot. And I, I I look at what's happening out there, and I'm like. And that's crazy, but uh, you wouldn't know it from looking at a lot of companies, by the way. Um, look at the, the share prices. Uh, a lot of them have, are below their all-time highs, which many of them hit back in 2022. But uh, you look at the last you know, four or five months, and they actually look pretty good. A lot of your larger cap names, I'm looking at Google, I'm looking at Amazon, Amazon. Um, up a lot this year. They're still significantly below their all-time high, about 30% below their all-time high. 
but it's uh, significantly above the most recent bottom. In fact, if you look at the bottom, there's higher highs and higher lows, and maybe I'll explain what that means when we come back from these commercial messages. This is Bill Bullington. I'm right here on 1420. Stay tuned because we will be back after these commercial messages. Wide awake while the world is sound asleep and too afraid of what might show up while you're dreaming. From an idea that started in 1967, Our Lady of the Wayside has grown to serve almost 900 children and adults with developmental disabilities throughout Northeast Ohio. It's an operation that is still growing thanks to tremendous support and generous donations like the Wayside's car donation program. You can donate your ride to the Wayside for a great tax write-off by calling 1-800-368-6262. The Wayside is also looking for people to join their team. They hire for attitude and train for skills. Visit thewayside.org to apply today. Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook. Vacation Fixation. Is it finally time to update your bathroom? Bath Planet, a division of Joyce Factory Direct, specializes in replacing and converting old showers and tubs into new beautiful bathrooms in as little as one day. We have transformed thousands of bathrooms just like yours into a spa-like oasis that has homeowners excited to use their new bathtub or shower. Right now, all bath installations are 50% off. So call to schedule a free consultation with on-the-spot pricing. 440-243-5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. Well, welcome back. This is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon on uh, 1420. You can reach me by going to my website, bullingtoncapital.com, or you can just call my office, 330-664-0700. If you have any questions, comments, you'd like to talk about your own situation, um, that's one of the things I really like about today's technology. You don't even have to come into the office if you don't want to. And I do a lot of uh, phone meetings now, or we'll do uh, conferences uh, over the internet. It's it's amazing to me because I can remember having to fill out by hand an order ticket and walk over and put it in a, a vacuum tube to send it to the what we used to call the cage. We had this <laughs> this thing was called a cage because it was literally there was a cage. They locked the people inside there <laughs> during the day because back in those days there were certificates that were just like cash and people would bring them in and drop them off. You know, one of them deposited into their account and sometimes they were issuing cash. It was the, uh, 
talk about different, and boy, am I aging myself. <laughs> but uh, today you can do everything on the phone, if, as long as you have an internet connection, and I like it. I, I think it's great. And uh, so, again, feel free to give me a call. If you're a client and you want to talk and something's happened, you know, just give me a call. And one of the one of the missions I'm on now for the remainder of my career, however long that is, I I plan to go out with my boots on, but the uh, is to make things simpler. And for so long, and and I still hear the commercials, I see the people. Uh, my industry loves to make things complicated. Why would you use a hundred words to describe something when ten thousand words are so much more eloquent? And uh, that that's the general feeling I get from the people in my industry. And uh, it's driven me nuts, quite frankly. But uh, uh, I don't think you should have to include anything that's not mandatory uh, or is not going to have a material impact unless you really want to. I think you can do this so much easier. And uh, um, what am I talking about? Well, it's, it's kind of like, and incidentally, yeah, this really helped me out lately. I'm looking at this software for financial planning, and uh, I'm always looking at different software packages. And they had finally adopted my risk tolerance questionnaire, <laughs> They're an extremely similar version of it. And for years, they got these questionnaires that were 15, 20, 30 questions. Everybody felt more confused at the end of the questionnaire than they were when they started taking the questions. And uh, I've always said, hey, listen, imagine your assets are cut in half. Could you stand that? Uh, well, most people are going to say, well, not really. And uh, okay. Figure out what kind of decline you could actually accept to see in your portfolio. Let's say just for uh, giggles, it's 25%. At 25%, I wouldn't be too upset. Yeah, I, mean, I could take it. I wouldn't be ready to, to jump off a building somewhere, but I really wouldn't want to see much more than that. Right. Okay, so we take 25%, double that. That's how much you could put into stocks. The rest we're going to put into fixed income, something that's got guarantees to it. So in that way, if the market did get cut in half, like it did in the 2000 to 2007 to 2009, 2000 through 2003, there was a 25% uh, one-day drop in 1987. I'm old enough to remember that, unfortunately. <laughs> Or fortunately, um, but what people don't remember is that it was already down fifteen percent before it dropped like that in a day. So from from peak to trough, it was closer to forty percent. In other words, uh, if the market got cut in half, and I only had half of my money invested, I'm only down twenty five percent. Not only that, but I have enough money in the fixed side that I could. I'll probably take advantage of that by adding to it. And I will tell you, one in a hundred people who are sophisticated will have the guts <laughs> to sell some of their, their fixed income, the safe stuff, and put it into stocks when their stocks have just been cut in half. Hardly anybody will do that. The uh, uh, I will. And I'll encourage you to do that depending on the situation that you're in. Uh, if that ha were to happen again. So and, and it's all relevant to how much risk that you can, you're willing to take, how much risk you want to take, 
how much risk can you afford? And that uh, there's not a really good tool that I've seen out there so far that does a good job. You know, I've seen the Riskalyze is Orion's got a ton of these uh, products. Orion's a big vendor in the financial services industry. They're the biggest, actually. They sell this financial technology to people like myself. And uh, I've seen all their products. And after watching and seeing everything they've ever come up with, that question for me is still the right question. And it's the easiest to understand. Imagine markets down by 50% or more. Would you be able to withstand a 50% decline? If you cannot, then you don't want to have 100% of your money in stocks. That's just the way it works. Double your decline value. So let's say I have a 30% decline tolerance. I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't be comfortable, but I think I could take it. I think I could just hang in there, stick to my plan uh, without worrying too much. And okay, so two times 30% is 60%. So I'm going to go 60% of my money into stocks or stock funds. And I'm going to take the other 40% and put it in something that's relatively safe. There you go. That's uh, that's the whole uh, asset allocation procedure that you, you'll ever need to use or, or know. And uh, you, know, you do need to know uh, that you should diversify the stock holdings and even the fixed income. Yeah, I would diversify that too. I would look at uh, bond funds that hold Bonds that are less than two years to maturity right now, that's where we are today. That will change over time as the economy changes. It doesn't change super fast, so you don't have to worry about it. But I'd also look at fixed, uh, fixed indexed annuities and fixed annuities because the rates that they're offering right now are extremely attractive. And it, it, they're very good. Uh, I would tell you what they are. But here's how an annuity works. The older you get, the more they're willing to pay because your life expectancy is getting shorter. I don't have as long a life expectancy at 80 as I do at 60. And that's common sense, right? So insurance companies know that, and they know that they can afford to guarantee a much higher amount for somebody who's older because their life expectancy is not going to be quite as long. So this is one of the areas where being older actually has big advantages. <laughs> Incidentally, if you're not spending that the interest that it's earning inside the contract, you're not paying taxes on it. So it's tax deferred. Another big benefit, the tax deferral. If you're paying taxes on your Social Security, there are some instances where you might even lower or eliminate that tax on your Social Security because you're not claiming the income that's being tax-deferred. A lot of advantages, um, disadvantages. When you put it in, when you buy a fixed annuity, you generally have to keep it in there for a certain number of years uh, if you pulled it out uh, other than you know, death or uh, you had to go into a nursing home and had to tap into it. Most companies, by the way, will, the ones I use will, will waive the penalties if you have to have the money for something like that. Uh, if you die, they're not going to penalize your family. Uh, if you need to take the money uh, to supplement your income to pay um, medical costs for long-term care, a lot of them have riders on there or are just built into the contract that you can take the money out without having to pay that. And you can take out up to 10% a year in the vast, all the ones that I use, 
you get a 10% a year. So that liquidity, uh, it, it's not as restrictive as you might think it is. And it depends on the company and the product too. So you get it when you're talking to an advisor that does annuities, those are the types of things that you should be talking about. How long do you think uh, it'll be before you're actually going to need to take money out? Or are you going to use it for income? Uh, or are you going to use it just as a tax deferral um, product so that I don't have to claim the interest that I'm earning and pay taxes on it? So a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, one of the reasons I still have a job after all these years. <laughs> and uh, I really like it. I think that uh, it's interesting. Um, I think in a lot of cases, the more things change, the more they say the same. But uh, uh, I thought I would talk a little bit about one of the portfolios that I have and some of the uh, um, things that I've seen developing over the years. Uh, the, uh, the thing I've really seen develop a lot, and I actually left the large brokerage business to start my firm because I, I saw the wave of exchange-traded funds coming. Now, when I left to, to begin my career, there weren't a whole lot of them. In, in fact, the ones that people were familiar with that were very popular, there were only a handful. Now, the SPY, DIA, that, that type of stuff, BND, those are big, big, really popular exchange-traded funds. They were also some of the newer funds, and there just weren't that many. Well, today, there are actually more funds than there are stocks for them to invest in of exchange-traded funds. <laughs> so that is a uh, wild. You can get access to any sector. It can get access to any country, uh, foreign entity or not. Uh, just whatever you can dream up, there, there's probably an ETF out there that allow you to invest in that. It, in, not that you should, because a lot of them, I think, are just bad ideas. The, uh, there are ETFs out there, these inverse ETFs that, that go up when the market goes down. Uh, yet the costs, the internal expenses, not the management fees, the internal expenses on the products that they're using are so high that it just, it'd be almost impossible to make a decent return on those investments in the long run. And the reason that they're there is because there's a demand for it, not because it's good for the the client, but because there's a demand by the client. There's a big difference there. And uh, those are the types of things, that, that the types of questions over the years. Um, we've worked with, through with different clients. They'll call in and, and uh, have a question like that. And I've learned way more from questions that my clients have than I ever have from a book. And because, you know, when you're doing what, what we in the financial services industry do, who serve individual clients, and if you've been doing it for a long time, you're going to see just about everything, uh, or you'll run into it at least a couple different times. And uh, I think it's, it's interesting. It's a, it's a nice part of this business. And uh, so I like it. But, uh, I also like watching to see which stocks are moving higher and why to see if there's some sort of a um, trend I might be able to see there. And uh, just going through these trends, you know what? I'm actually going to come back to that. I'll, I'll do the, the last segment uh, today on that, on the individual stocks. Because there are some trends there I think are pretty good. We recognized a couple of them just based on their 
sales growth for the industry, and that, that's a big driver, is this sales growth. Most of the exchange-traded funds that I use, I'm looking for that as one of the key factors. Exchange-traded funds, you might hear the word factor. That's just, it's a uh, component. It's like a, a part of the recipe that goes into the recipe for picking the stocks for that particular fund. In uh, profitability, sales growth, those two in the long run have a tendency to have the, uh, the biggest impact uh, or two of the biggest impacts. Um, size, company size has a lot, and that's mainly um, kind of looking at how fast the herd is moving, not that they're, you know, the herd could be headed for a cliff. <laughs> and that, that happens fairly frequently. But the uh, uh, sometimes they're not. I mean, sometimes they don't actually get to that cliff for a very long time period. And uh, it, there's there aren't too many rules that you can hold out and say these rules are never broken. You know, because almost every rule gets broken at some point in time. And uh, uh, too bad you can't have a crystal ball that works so that we can anticipate that. Because I could show us how to make a lot of money. <laughs> The uh, if you know if you know for a fact that the market's going to move even ten percent five percent if you knew that the market was going to move move five percent at a specific time period I could show you how to get rich <laughs> really rich the uh, with not that much money and uh, that's how hard that is by the way. And the reason you don't hear about all these billionaires walking around just, you know, donating to charities, not complaining about paying taxes, uh, is because that is nearly impossible to do. And it's uh, even harder to do on a consistent basis. So you go from nearly impossible to ever to do in your lifetime to, yeah, that ain't happening more than once or twice. So, uh, but if you identify some situations in an individual stock, that could be very helpful. Identify some trends out there can be very helpful. A couple of years ago, we were talking about you know the semiconductor trend, and yeah, that's done well. We've um, participated in that. And anybody that's got a broad-based index fund, this is what I like about the index funds. The uh, they cover every industry, and uh, uh, you're going to get uh, exposure to just about every major industry. You will get exposure to the industries that are going to move, that are going to move fast, because inevitably at some point in time, if they're not already publicly traded, they will be, um, because at some point in time, the companies, the people that build small, fast-growing companies into large, fast-growing companies, they're not going to live forever, and a lot of them would like to cash out, and at least for a big portion or some portion of the equity that they have in those companies. And that, that's why this whole thing works so well. And if the sales continue to rise, the business keeps building and rising along with the uh, economy and uh, the demand, and that's how you get your really big performing stocks. In the short run, if you're looking at uh, places to invest, you want to pay attention to the, to the sales growth. That's one of the leading factors. And uh, it's one of the factors I use when I'm looking for funds to invest in. I want to see that one of those factors is sales growth. And uh, that that's really important uh, to me anyway. Size is probably more important um, be, 
but that's a whole different story. And it's not because it's logical. It, it, to put size first, to me, is not logical. You get a company that's not worth what it's selling for, but people are buying it just because it's of a certain size. And that's what happens with most index funds that only look at size. There are a lot of stocks in that top group there that make up a big chunk of that fund that are only there because the stock value is really high. And if the stock value is not worth what it's selling for, that day of reckoning is coming one day, and it's not going to be fun. It'll probably come about the day that I decide to retire. <laughs> anyway, I've only got a few seconds left here before I have to take a commercial break. If you'd like to get in touch with us, go to BullingtonCapital.com. Feel free to call, write, uh, email. We'd uh, be glad to speak to you and help you develop a strategy for your own uh, retirement assets, which is uh, typically that's what we've focus on long-term savings uh, and investing for retirement. Uh, it's, uh, no matter what your age is, I'm very fond of saying you're never too young to start preparing. I hear the music. That means I got to go. So bullying right here on 1420. I'll be right back. You've heard the saying, all good things come to an end. Well, not always. Sometimes they just take a break. That's what's happening with our Lady of the Wayside's car donation program. After 24 years and 96,000 rides donated. Pretty amazing. Here's the story. The car lot's owner has sold the property, making it impossible for car donations to be accepted at this time. According to the Wayside CEO, Terry Davis, the next right steps will be determined and communicated soon. So stay tuned. In the meantime, Terry and the entire team at the Wayside thank you for your continued support of the 450 individuals with developmental disabilities in the Wayside's care. And please take note, you can still support them by making a donation at thewayside.org. We call it the Fairy Godmother Moment, that moment when we've fixed your problem, cleaned up to apple pie order, and are heading out the door. Why? Because we're not the hero of this story, you are. We're just privileged with the chance to come on the scene when you need us, while it could doodle your problem away, and leave you to attend the ball. That's the fairy godmother moment. Except, we want to do one more thing before waving goodbye. Give the important parts of your plumbing a flyby once over, ensuring your emergency water shutoffs are working, checking the age, safety, and condition of your water heater, and verifying your water pressure is not too high or low. We want to leave you with peace of mind that your plumbing system is good to go. So when you're feeling the glow of why it works fairy godmother moment and our straight talk and do it right plumber asks to do a flyby, now you know why. Because you're the main character and we want the rest of your movie to be as trouble free as possible. Consider it done at whyitworks.com. No doubt about it, we're spending more time at home, which is the perfect time to make it more functional and beautiful. Hi, Ed Flash Ferentz here for Artistic Renovations, Northeast Ohio's premier and award-winning remodeler. Artistic did a fantastic job with our kitchen in 2016, and last year, they were back for the master bath. Oh, my word. Do yourself a favor and go to ArtisticReno.com. Believe me, you'll love their ideas and without question, the finished product. For a virtual consultation, call 216-520-0838 or visit ArtisticReno.com. 
Thinking about updating your home? Well, Joyce Factory Direct specializes in replacing old, outdated windows. Proudly made right here in Cleveland, Joyce Windows features their exclusive Smart Shield High Performance Glass, which means you'll be getting the most energy efficient windows for your home directly from the factory. Customers just love how much warmer their house is and how easy their new windows operate and clean. Right now, you can save 50% on all installations. Just call to schedule a free consultation with on the spot pricing 440 243 5700 or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. Welcome back. Hey, this is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon. And uh, if you'd like to get in touch with me, just have a conversation about your own financial future, uh, feel free to give us a call, 330-664-0700. If you can't write that down, just go to my website, bullingtoncapital.com. That's bullingtoncapital.com. And click on that uh, contact us page, and we'll get back to you as quickly as we can. Um, the, uh, and this is a good time of year, by the way, to be kind of reaching out because it's really slow around July, August, uh, June, July, and August. It just starts slowing down near the end of May, uh, gets slower in June, July, and August we hear crickets. Then in September it blasts off. So <laughs> if you're looking, uh, to get in touch, uh, these are the times. You know, I have a lot of time to to be able to spend with you and, and talk about developing your own plan for the future and uh, how that's going to work. So um, I'm kind of excited about what I see uh, in the markets. And I know everybody's worried because, you know, markets down a lot. Well, markets fluctuate a lot. They do. It's just the nature of the beast. And the market's still down about, uh, or at least the S&P's down about 8.5% from its, its high. And let me see where some of these other ones are. Mid-cap index is actually down. It peaked a couple weeks before the S&P did. It's still down 15%. So large company stocks are are still the leaders. But uh, there's a pretty good chance that you're down somewhere between those two numbers if you are if you have a diversified portfolio. And by the way, that's from where those markets peaked in 2021. It's 2023, the last time I looked. And um, that's why everything seems so painful. And it is, especially if you didn't think about this happening and you had too much of your money in stock. Now, prior to the last, you know, few, um, yeah, the last 18 months, 18 to 24 months, the fixed income was so low, it was not attractive. And you had some fixed index annuities that were out there that were pretty good. Uh, they've all gone up. Uh, they're paying more now. About two years ago when I bought mine, it was substantially higher. They've increased a little bit more since then, so that's a good thing. Uh, and you have to be very careful. These these are complex products. A, a fixed index annuity is a complex product. It's a combination of a fixed annuity that's basically kind of like a CD, uh, in that it's got a term that they will guarantee you the interest rate for. At the end of that term, they'll come up with a new uh, term. You get to decide if you want to keep it or you can do a 1035 exchange. You have to watch out because uh, some of them have pretty hefty penalties if you do that too early. And the average period is probably somewhere between 8 and 10 years. So it's a long-term investment. Uh, if you're making enough interest on it, it could be worth it. 
if the tax deferral on it is important to you, it could be worth it. Uh, I've got a lot of people just in there and collecting income from them uh, and not worrying about it because that income is guaranteed for the rest of their life. And that's a good thing, especially when the incomes are significantly higher than CDs are currently. And uh, CDs and treasuries, we've been putting that in a lot of accounts for people that want it. Although I uh, I kind of uh, kind of go back and forth on this. I'll, I'll look at the <laughs> CDs and treasuries. They're paying pr- uh, a pretty good amount, but I have this fund that's a relatively short-term bond fund. When I say relatively short-term bond fund, uh, the funds, the average maturity of the bonds, and, and there are tons of treasuries in this thing. It's an actively managed short-term bond fund that's done very well. The, the current yield on it is close to 5%. Uh, it's close to 5%. And uh, if you look at the historical return, by the way, or yield, that's looking back over the last 12 months. Well, interest rates were lower 12 months ago than they are today. Uh, as those mature, that historical yield, if you're looking it up online, is going to get higher because it's not paying based on history. It's paying on based on going forward. And uh, the forward rate, I know this is sounds kind of confusing, so I guess uh, just give me a call <laughs> if you have questions on it. But there's a relatively short-term bond fund out there that I like a lot. Uh, why are short-term bonds better in uh, times when interest rates are rising? Because when interest rates go up, long-term bonds go down. Uh, I'm looking at the TLT, the uh, uh, that's a 20-year long-term treasury bond fund. It's down 40% from where it was in 2020. Think about that. 40%. Three years later. And that's it's holding all government bonds. There are all government bonds in that fund. Why are they down so much? Well, because you know, back in 2020, interest rates were really, really, really low. Now interest rates are higher because they've been going up, and those bonds were very, very long-term bonds. And the longer term that you uh, are committed to, the more the bond is going to fluctuate. What's really upsetting for me about this whole scenario, I remember a guy calling in just a few months before this thing rolled over and started collapsing, and he was so happy because he bought this fund. Interest rates were going down at that time. The bond fund was going up and he was so happy with that. And uh, I tried to warn him and say, yeah, that's great. I would probably take my profit now and look for shorter term bonds. Well, he got offended. and got mad. You have to get used to that when you sit in my shoes. If uh, you don't agree with everybody doing whatever they're doing, even though it's not the right thing to do, they're going to get mad at you. <laughs> so anyway, I just, I just hope he he didn't. He's still not hanging on to it because it was actually down a lot more than that at one point. Down, it's down about forty-six percent, and that's down uh, right around forty percent from that price. I mean, can you imagine the uh, the agony? But they're government bonds. Yeah, but see, when you put bonds in a fund, you turn it into a stock. That's basically what you've done. And uh, uh, anyway, I'm probably spending way too much time on this, but. That's one of the one of the reasons I think they like the fixed indexed annuity. They give you a fixed rate, and it's just fixed. This is what it's going to pay. Here's what you get. The index part, I, you know, I kind of wish they'd even leave that off. I mean, because 
it's not going to do better than the fixed part. The fixed part, well, it could. It's unlikely to do better than the guaranteed portion. That's why when you're looking at these products, you really need to look at the guarantees. The guarantee, that's probably what you're going to get. Because the the, um, amount of return that you would have to generate to overcome the amount that they're guaranteeing would be, it's not, I don't think it's doable. You know, that's my personal opinion. And uh, I like the fact that they have the index portion on there, but that allows the insurance company to make enough money to be able to pay the fixed rate, which are typically a lot higher than uh, a lot of rates on CDs and other competing investments. So uh, I'll just leave it with that. at that. Uh, you want to be careful. You want to deal with, um, I would try to stick with minimally A-rated companies. A-plus rated is actually better. Uh, companies I use, they're all A-plus a rated. If they're not A-plus rated, I'm just not looking at it. I mean, I'm going here for guarantees. I don't want a company that could experience any financial, and they could all experience financial difficulties, by the way, if, if, if things got bad enough. But, um, you know, nuclear bomb goes off somewhere in the world, I can tell you stock markets around the entire world are probably going to get cut in half. Um, the... Uh, Fixed products are going to be a much safer alternative in that environment. Even that short-term bond fund that I use, it's got uh, a huge amount of the money in treasuries. And they're trying to keep it safer. But it would still drop because of the panic that would ensue in the marketplace. That's where the price has become separated from the underlying value. And it's a lot easier to place value on bonds than it is on stocks, by the way. That's why stocks drop drop more, because they're tougher to place a value on. And I don't have that much time to go into that today. Maybe I'll talk about that next week. I did want to point out, uh, I sent out this newsletter. Uh, It goes out on a weekly basis. So if you go on, I try to keep it every other week, by the way, (laughs) because I don't like to drown people. But if there's something good in it, uh, I'll go ahead and send it out. And I get uh, a service that says, hey, these are the articles that we like, which ones do you want us to send? And uh, type a little something in there and, and send it out. This one was an article uh, from Wells Fargo. Uh, one of the leaders there, leaders of Wells Fargo said it's time to end the detour in the bank stock. So basically, he's recommending bank stock. And I thought, ah, oh, that's interesting. See um, here. The analyst said problems dogging the trio of fallen U.S. regional lenders earlier this year were idiosyncratic uh, and that he doesn't expect any more banks in the S&P 500 to fail in the immediate term. The sector stocks have shown hints of stabilization recently with the KBW Bank Index fresh off of four-week gains, so banking stocks have been rising. The detour for not owning bank stocks is over. Uh, the analyst said Monday on the Bloomberg surveillance flashing a bright orange and detour road sign to the camera. His top picks were J.P. Morgan Chase, Citigroup, and U.S. Bank Cards. By the way, these are all in the uh, indexes that I hold in the ETF. Um, but there are ETFs that specialize just in banking stocks. You might want to take a look at some of those. Uh, anyway, all of those stocks I just mentioned have an overweight rating at Wells Fargo. 
And I just have the uh, tip that I've only got about 30, 20 seconds left here. But anyway, this was a really good article. If you want to see the article, just hit me up with an email. Say, can you send me that article about the banking stocks? And I'll be glad to get it to you. Uh, again, my name is Bill Bullington. I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon on 1420. You can go to my website, bullingtoncapital.com, to reach out to us if you have a question on anything you've heard. If you'd like to talk about your, your own situation, I do try to keep things as simple as humanly possible. There's enough people, enough stuff out in the world to do uh, the heck out of us. I don't need to be helping in that cause. <laughs> anyway, have a good week, everybody. Good luck. Good investing. just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report, broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. Preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.